Welcome to the Monday Night Men's Forum, brought to you by Farm Hop Life. I'm Matt DeRocher of Farm Hop Life, and with us tonight, we've got... Christopher Nivedal. Hey, uh, secure coop, secure farm. Nice. Thanks for being yep. here, Chris. Christopher. Yes, and uh, uh, I, have, I haven't said so on air, but I want to just thank you for these opportunities to, to get on here. I just enjoy uh, the opportunity. I enjoy talking about things that are important to men and really important to everybody, but it's always a pleasure. Of course. You're welcome. Um, so I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Uh, if if I said I was last week that I was uh, flustered. Yeah. Uh, I might I might be like 10 times as flustered <laughs> now no. this week than I was last week. Um, oh, shoot. With, go uh, go ahead with your with your personal event. Share your personal event or events. Yeah, uh, a normal work week, work, traveled into town, you know, slept in the car, uh, but uh, got the awning put together on the second RV. So now I not only can I leave the door open, I, I'll leave the, the windows and the doors open twenty uh, year round. I, I, it's Florida, but I'm just accustomed to it. I got a nice fan, and so I like the breeze. So I got the, the windows and, and everything open, but whenever it would rain, I had to close everything up and it did get clammy in here. Well, uh, I got an awning now and I can, you know, leave the windows and doors open and uh, not get slop inside when I walk in. Uh, it had an awning and it was just, it's just an old RV and it got uh, rotted and fell off and tore off. And, and so I, even the, a lot of the hardware was damaged. So I had to buy some replacement joints and things and got all that put back together and it's solid. So I'm hoping that the first step. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervously anticipating a, a windstorm, and we'll see if it uh, holds together then. But it looks pretty good. So. Nice, way to go, dude. Yeah, I was Fixing glad about that. Yeah, yeah, little by little. Little by little. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really get a whole lot done uh, within the last week. Still, still settling in. I don't know. I I, I was taking like hour and a half naps uh like saturday and sunday and then it just like throws off me actually going to sleep but i'm just like so just tired uh with the baby and everything being up being up in the middle of the night and then and if that wasn't enough uh today at work uh oh man where do i even start um (laughs) Now this is cathartic, so talk it out, man. Just bring it in. Oh god. Um, so the owner of the company shows up at lunch today, and we had to have a meeting last week about my apprenticeship. So the electrical apprenticeship is supposed to be four years and or eight thousand man hours plus book work. Uh, I am almost done with the last set of book work it's like pre-test questions so you have to get the answer and then the section of the code book that you found it in it sucks i know um and so they're like hey so why is this taking so long how many hours are you at i'm like i'm probably at like ten thousand hours because like uh i mean it's roughly 2000 2200 working hours a year and so uh, i started in 2017 so five almost five and a half years later, still, still working away at it. 
Yeah. And so she's like, so can we get this done in like four months? And I was like thinking, I was thinking more like, I told her, I was thinking more like six, knowing that I'm gone in eight. Uh, (laughs) And, and so my boss is like, or the owner, he goes, no, four, four seems doable. And I'm like, (laughs) whose team are you on? Uh, (laughs) And so... So I'm like, excuse, excuse, excuse. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll try. And I was, uh, then my, like, I got talked to my boss privately after the apprenticeship lady left, and I'm like, I go, yeah, I kind of don't really want to do this. <laughs> I don't, I don't really, I don't really, really care to finish. Well, but then he's like, why don't you, why don't you, take the time to, uh, think about it over the weekend, and get back to me. And I'm like, all right. So at lunch today, he's like, so uh, what did you decide? I'm like, I honestly, dude, I'm tapped out. Like, I do not have the time, the bandwidth, the stress of, like, doing these questions right now. And I know people are watching this, like, oh, wah, wah. Like, just get it done. Like, you know what? Good yeah. for you if you got your journeyman's. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't care. I just yeah. don't care. This is not Some, something I want to be doing. Your, your brain is out of of fuel and i've been there many yeah times. yeah this is just not something i want to keep doing so shut up <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes okay well they might they might cancel your apprenticeship then if you don't continue to do it and if they cancel your apprenticeship you can't work here anymore <laughs> and i'm like that was not what i how i understood this uh at the meeting last week and I'm like, I thought I had more like slaps on the wrist between now and getting fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, that meeting was the slap on the wrist. And oh. I was like, <laughs> and I go, okay, so um, I guess I have to find time then. And he goes, well, you know, you don't have to like, you're. It's a choice uh, whether or not you continue doing your coursework and i'm like it doesn't sound like a choice yeah kind of sounds like i either do it or i get fired doesn't it it's a hard choice and um and so he left and then the son which is also my boss he talked to me a little bit later and he's like hey you know so if you're not like you know if you're kind of miserable here, there's, there's other jobs. Like you're, you're smart, you're hardworking. You, uh, you know how to do stuff. Like you could easily go get a job somewhere else. And like, I thought that was weird. And he goes, you know, almost said the name of the company. I'm totally not going to do that. Um, blah, blah, blah. We'll be fine. Like, we'll be fine. I'm thinking that's a weird concern. You think I have, like, I gave you 12 months notice. Like, Anything like I gave you twelve months notice yeah. because I care at the time I cared. Uh, you're kind of making me making it hard for me to care now, right? Um, but I cared about the company. That's why I gave you twelve months notice, and I cared about you guys personally. That like you know, hey, I'm not going to just do the standard two weeks f you out the door. Yeah. Uh, kind of notice. Hmm. Um. So I thought that was weird that he's like, you know, company will be fine. Like, 
yeah, that's not my problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking hope, about the company right yeah, now. I'm thinking about you know me and my family. Like, yeah, yeah. And so it was almost like he was like trying to encourage me to just walk out or leave or quit or something. Okay. Now I thought that that was weird, and it's still weird. But then my wife, she's like, they might be trying to get you to quit. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I didn't, I'm, I'm not going to tell her that that's ridiculous. But in my head, I'm like, that sounds crazy. Like, why would they do that? Then, like, all the little, like, puzzle pieces starting to add up. Like, okay, okay so we had, like, the son and I had a disagreement a couple weeks ago. Like, like just a disagreement that, you know, I saw it one way and I wasn't going to see it anyway else and he saw it another way and he didn't like that i was kind of like challenging his authority or whatever um on stuff and the owner said that he got an email from the apprenticeship lady a couple weeks ago out of the blue and so i'm thinking like during that disagreement phase between the son and i he did an anonymous tip to the apprenticeship program because he's all pissed off at me still to kind of put the pressure on me to either finish the apprenticeship or get fired. Mm. So there's a lot of like, this is like the first time there's been like small business politics with this company. Like it's, it's super weird. And um, now it's like, so it rolls into the topic of tonight, learning to suffer. Yeah. Do I suffer the next eight months at the current company and uh, try to finish my apprenticeship? Even if I just like, drag, like she's like, I want to see some, you know, some serious strides here in your print, like getting your homework done, blah, blah, blah. And so do I <clears throat> make the ends justify the means? I'm not going to say what that actually uh, entails. <laughs> People can figure that out for themselves. Uh, but just to go along to get along, come April 1st, I'm out of here. Whether just come whatever may type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or do I be like, you know what? I... I don't actually want to continue to be here for the next eight months. Like you guys are making this unsufferable uh, and go find work somewhere else. The problem is I really don't want to leave because it's less suffering staying where I'm at. And I know what I can get away with. If I start somewhere new, I got to learn a whole new, yeah, like... The low man on the totem pole. What can I get away with here? <laughs> <laughs> and I think the other problem is, is that I already have the mindset. Like, I'm so, like, into this, right? That I already have the, I'm working for myself attitude. <laughs> and I don't think they like that very much. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start at 7. Uh, I'm going to work through lunch because it gets hot. And I'm going to leave at 3. <laughs> there's my there's my eight hours what's the problem <laughs> they, don't, they don't they do not like that oh. uh they're uh they're it's becoming very clear to me they're quite uh authoritarian in how they like this is this is the yeah. process must yeah. 
follow the process. So, dude, it's been it's been a weird day uh, for me. Now, uh, there's something I don't understand. If you were to abandon, you were quit all this, quit now. Would you lose all your ten thousand hours in the studying that you have done? Yes. Or is that is that a, a, not a direction you want to go in with your career? Oh, if I if I I already wasn't planning on finishing, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, like I was just gonna be like, hmm, I know how to do electrical, and I don't need a dumb card to tell me I know how to do electrical. Does that card open doors that you that you might not have? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it would. But again, I don't want to do electrical. Oh, okay. You're <laughs> done with you're done with electrical as a career. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm uh like whatever. I'll do it on the side. For educational purposes only, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, but, so here, here's a here's something to put in your pocket and chew on. With us going into what looks like a great depression, having something where you're actually credentialed, and you're only six months, eight months away from getting it, might not be a bad idea. Just to have it as a another tool in the toolboxes. There. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but I can appreciate being at your limit. I, I was uh, interviewing with Oracle um, two months ago or a month ago and potentially could have made almost double salary. Um, but I looked at the, the study material and it just my eyes went cross eyed and I said, not only am I not interested in this, this is also not a direction in my career I want to go. I could do it. I could go in this direction. I could make a good a lot of money. But it doesn't interest me. It it would just be a job, and I don't feel like I need it. With I'm going the direction with Secure Coop and, and everything. Right. You know, with my own doing my own thing. I just don't feel like I need it. Um, it would have, however, been nice to have had another tool in the toolbox for just in case but uh i'm gonna i'm not going to rely on that i'm going to rely on what i am working on right now which i know very well which i really enjoy so yeah so i I understand that that struggle (laughs) i really do yeah dude it's um it's a weird it's a weird suffering and i wanted to like what what I what I was thinking about is like I need to stop writing show topics that are uh, kind of black pill. Uh, I need more white pill topics. Like that's all going to be fine. We're going to make it. Uh, like because when I said learn to suffer, I didn't mean me. I didn't mean I need to suffer. Like this is this is enough. Like yeah. Uh, now what does that mean? I've heard I've heard that black pill and red white pill. What does that mean? I didn't have okay. That. Okay, so yeah. uh, black pill is like okay, you get you get like black pilled to like the World Economic Forum. You get black pilled on uh, like out of control inflation, like uh, just bad stuff. Essentially, oh, okay, like, so we're oh, all oh, red red pill, but it's also bad. Yes. Okay. Like. Like a red, like you, you understand the concept of like a red pill, red like, pill. like, uh, you know, let's say you didn't have a garden and, uh, someone with a guard, like you 
somehow like ran into somebody that had a garden. You're like, whoa, like this is actually really cool. I want to learn how to do this. Bam, you got red pilled into gardening. Okay. Or garden pilled, whatever, whatever they want to call it. Green pilled. Green green pilled, (laughs) yes. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe like not like green, not green new deal pilled or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, White pilled would be like, if you do grow your own food, like there is like, it's like the hope pill, essentially. Okay. Yeah. That's how I understand it. I don't know if I have, I actually explained it very well, but um, yeah. So you're like, I don't know if I should make these topics about, <laughs> and it's ended up being about me. And it, it just reminds me of something somebody said long ago is like, whenever you're preparing to talk about something, God will often do that in your life in that day. <laughs> so <was> like, yep. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happened. That's exactly how it feels. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, if, if he's accepting feedback right now, I don't <laughs> quite care for it. <laughs> right, right, right. Very funny. Very yeah. funny. Yeah, very funny. Um, so what I wanted to say um, in, in all, like, I guess there's a couple things. First off, in, in suffering, I, uh, I invited my, my guest last week to be here. I was like, Hey, by the way, you know, we do a men's forum, blah, blah, blah. This, the topic is learning to suffer. And he goes, then, then we went like into like religion. Cause he's like, you know, that's, that's a very religion specific word. Like that's not like, there is no usually other use other than, okay. than religion. That. Uh, well, I mean, he's not wrong. I only really hear it like Christ suffered on the cross. Like, you don't, you don't often hear the word suffering. Um, I guess sometimes, you know, like refugees, the suffering people yeah. of this country trying to flee their home country to get to this country or yeah, blah, blah, like that type of thing. Like that's, I guess that's the only other context you hear about suffering. So that was an interesting uh, note from him hmm. that um, I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, also, we're going to try not to with it only be about religion. Like there yeah. can be like a religious pr- aspect to it. Yeah. Practical. Practical. And yeah. the other thing about suffering, like I don't think most Americans know what it means to actually suffer. I was just thinking um, that. Myself included, obviously. Yeah. I am a uh, middle-class white kid. Yeah. Uh, white birds, you know. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, we don't know what it's like to uh, have to go to the refrigerator and it's empty. Completely. I mean, I've been in... You know, I've had or have a refrigerator. Like, yeah, or not have a refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah, I've had times where we've had, you know, bologna or something in there. And it wasn't much, but we had something. And, and I knew that... Know, we could ask somebody or we could go to a pantry or something. We'd, we'd do something. But no, yeah. People right now, like you said, no refrigerator. They, they don't even have a refrigerator. They don't have shoes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we are, I would say there's like the least amount of like the term suffering, I would say, is like you're uncomfortable. That's like yeah. point one on the suffering scale people right now in, yeah. in, I mean, across the world, really, uh, 
they're getting uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. On the on the dial, I don't know where we really are right now. Um, but know, things I've, are getting I've got a more brand new awning, so I'm I'm, I'm very comfortable. <laughs> Way to turn that dial down on, on your, in your <laughs> own life. Yeah, how do you how do you get to turn that dial down in your yeah. own life? That should be the solutions part of the this this talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah but, um, that's, uh, that, that's just what I was thinking because you know if the if the fellow is saying that's not something that's usually used out of the context of 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 religion and I'm thinking well that's a human concept that's not necessarily uh, a, a de- you know a, a concept about deity that's a concept about life in general is that suffering but uh, it, it occurred to me that's probably why you don't hear it much because we just don't suffer we just don't suffer. But uh, we very well could, very soon, start to hear that more and more about people who, for whom they genuinely are, they do, they feel a suffer, suffering. Yeah, yeah. I bet um, if you ask someone who's depressed, they might say, "I feel like I'm suffering." That's true. Yeah, there is uh, a lot of different aspects of suffering, and mm-hmm. I that I'm I'm glad you brought that up because. I didn't want to only, it, it would be wrong to only recognize two or three different kinds of suffering. Um, obviously there's like suffering from like loss of, you know, a friend or family member, um, suffering, like suffering at work, not like how I am, but like, you know, if someone was forced to get the hokey pokey, um, or something, That'd be a form of suffering yeah. or a side effect from said hokey pokey. Um, I don't know if there's, I mean, like, like mental illness, like you touched on, you know, that's, um, God, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, people who think, you know, I, I have to end my life to, in order to ease the suffering. Oh, geez. I, it was, it was like, Vol, I think it was Voltaire who said, uh, all men seek happiness, even those who hang themselves. Wanting to ease that, to get rid of that pain. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, the only other thing I really had written down for tonight is, uh, life is full of stuff you don't want to do. Either get over it or work hard to do less of what you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. And that way, suffering, it becomes kind of like a gateway into, uh, the, changing the dial turning the dial yes you know, like uh, i'm going through some self-inflicted suffering now so that there will be less suffering later yeah yeah i i, I uh i struggle in the mornings but it would be good for me to suffer get out of bed early and get right to it instead of just laying around laying around laying around yeah. sure yeah it gets so get so much done get so much you know instead of uh, you look back and you go what the heck I, I was a waste of time and it's and that's more like character and toughness and, and but they but they go to they go hand in hand I mean um, not to get too religious but there's a Bible verse that says uh, where is it now? I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> sorry let's go Find it. 
Christopher has the whole Bible written got, out on his walls. <laughs> I've got three three monitors, so I, I couldn't find where it was. It says, uh, it, Paul was writing, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. You know, so you can see that practically in, in anybody's life. You, you could have told me Voltaire said that, too. And, and <laughs> it wouldn't really be... Um, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be religious at all. Like right, right. The Navy say, Seals. Can you, you, know, can you say Navy that Seals. again? Can you? Yeah, yeah. Can you say it again? I'll say it again. Uh, like you know, and I was just thinking, like the Navy Seals, they buffet their bodies, and they you know they get up there and they do strong things, and they, they, they get a lot of pain. But anyway, it says uh, Romans five three. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. Nice. I like that. Yeah. See, there's you, anybody could accept that anywhere. Yeah. Like no matter what faith, creed, whatever right. you subscribe to, uh, that's very universal. Like that's one that. of the reasons I love the Bible is it fits very well into the human condition. If you just take it for what it is and read it. Yeah. Sure. So, anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, there are, there are ends to those means of intentionally, uh, you know, exercising and, self-discipline which produces someone I, I, yeah i was heard the other day someone got to lift learn to differentiate between pain and injury this pain is uncomfortable and injury cuts and scars and leaves wounds sure okay but pain is the muscles growing you know like when you're lifting weights you're actually tearing muscle mm -hmm. that's pain and it will grow back stronger. So, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm listening to um, an audiobook, uh, "The Hiding Place" by Corey Tinboom. She was, in, she lived in. It's, it interests me because my family's Dutch, and they lived in Holland in, during World War II. In that time, and they left because of the Nazis, but Corey stayed behind. She hid the Jews, uh, hid them, and gave them food rations, and you know, uh, looked after the babies and medicine and things. And they, she finally got caught. And she was not a Jew, but she was sent to the concentration camps. Mm -hmm. You talk about suffering. That's that's some suffering. We we could perhaps see something like that now. There, there's so much hate swirling around right now. There's a lot of people who, you know, I hate this. I hate that. I hate this. You're, they're woke. They're not woke. There's a whole lot of hate going on both sides. That's just an environment for that kind of, uh, you know, someone to stand up in the midst of that and say, "I've got all the answers," and it, and it evolves, getting rid of this one group of people. So, right. Yeah, we could see. Some, yeah, it's dangerous. So we could see some more suffering like that. I feel like there's a ton of suffering going on that we're like around the world that we're really not aware of whether it be mass suffering like let's say the genocide of the Uyghur Muslims in China yeah or there's uh, my uh geo geopolitical and whatever events are pretty fuzzy but uh isn't wasn't there like some genocide quite 
recently in like Sri Lanka or Malaysia or Myanmar or I want to say that Syria comes to mind, but yeah, I'm not I'm not up well, on that. Yeah, either. isn't Syria attacking Yemen or something? Uh, yeah, like, that's with uh, like our weapons and such. I'm not, up, I'm not sure. I'm not up on that those events, but yeah, but you're that, but yeah, like it's stuff. but suffering yeah is universal. Happens all the time. Happens all around. You know, we just get the, the the joy and privilege of not having it in our face all the time. So, right, yeah, yep. um, the joy and privilege. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could go uh, another way about about suffering, like um, like the powers that be turning the dials on millions of people at a time making them more uncomfortable, suffer yeah. more, have to bend a knee to whatever it is they want to get them to do. Now, that's a little conspiracy talk, yes, but even if you don't have to be like a conspiracy theorist to see how just writing a couple of bills and executive orders uh, could get people to behave or make some sort of adjustments yes uh that either they comply with so they suffer less or if they don't comply with they suffer more there's one way to put it is that uh there is an awful lot of coincidental events occurring that are extremely beneficial to a certain group of people that like to meet at at, uh, certain locations and try to work with certain leaders these events just are very the timing is very interesting and it's all sort of coming together at the same time and uh, whether that's intentional or whether they're taking advantage of that it's kind of beside the point the fact is that it it's moving and rolling in that direction and we're seeing you're seeing laws being passed that the only rational explanation is it's intentional destruction order or that's a Latin uh, phrase, ordo, uh, order out of chaos. I don't remember the, the, the Latin, but uh, the, the idea being that you you create some chaos and then you sweep in with the solution. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, we got this uh, problem with the uh, U.S. dollar. You know, we've been talking about the central bank digital, digital currencies for quite a while now. And wouldn't it be great? We can give everybody $10,000 right now. And it'll, it'll appear in your account. And oh, by the way, there's a few strings attached. Yeah. <laughs> you can't spend it in certain places. And you can't, you know, if we don't want you to spend it five miles beyond your home, it gets turned off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so suffering being used as a tool to leverage into, into this, this world that, that people want. Yeah, I, I, could, I really see it. Some uh, some family members stopped by within the last couple of weeks, and I don't remember how we got into it, but we were we were kind of getting into some like conspiracy theory talk. Yeah, and I told her like I you know I had done like a conspiracy theory like podcast, and she's like, "Oh, that's interesting. Tell me about the stuff you talked about." Blah blah blah, and she was she's new, let's say, to the conspiracy theory world, and. You know, I do surface level research. I'm not like 
one of these guys that has like a five hour uh, piece on nine eleven. Oh yeah, okay. Um, but besides the point. So we we were getting into it, and she's like, you know, I think uh, we're going to see civil war before the the midterms or at the midterms or something like that. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. That's too, that's too soon of a timeline. She's like, really? You think so? Mm. I'm like, everything that looked like it was going to be something turned out to be nothing. Like, and I gave her like the trucker, like, uh, but this ties into suffering, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, I'm like the, the trucker thing seemed like, I mean, that was a big deal. Yeah. Turned out to be nothing. It did a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just I'm I'm not gonna I'm not holding my breath for anything. Yeah. To happen, if it happens, whatever it happens. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, she was so convinced. Like she, it was almost like even though like I've kind of been. I mean, it sounds stupid, and it's not like gatekeeping or whatever. But I'm like, even though like I've been in it a little longer than she has. She like kind of made it feel like, oh, you're not conspiracy like tinfoil hat hard enough for me or whatever. Like, okay, whatever. Go go think that we're gonna go see Civil War in November or some yeah. crap. Uh, but one of the things I told her, I'm like, people are still relatively comfortable here. Like, yeah. we have not seen suffering, and I'm like, I go, they're gonna have to, they're gonna make it make you jump through some hoops so that you suffer less. If you don't jump through the hoops, you're going to have to, you're going to end up suffering more. So until people reach that like peak where it's like, okay, I am done jumping through these hoops. This is not worth it anymore. Like, okay, I played your game. I, I did everything you asked of me and now you're going to turn off, like my bank account and yeah. I can't feed my family or whatever. Yeah. Now it's going to be like, that's when the suffering like switches right now. I'm going to suffer less by not following the rules than I am following the yeah. rules. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's a good possibility about the way things go. And just as an aside, I, too, am very familiar with conspiracy theory, but I'm also skeptical. I'm less skeptical since 2020. So much of it has come out. But um, for the past 10, 15 years, my favorite webs or one of my favorite websites to browse if I want to catch the latest news that might be relevant personally to me is a conspiracy website. And it's called Godlike Productions. And, just, hmm. and, I, and I'm, I'm like, I read it. I don't necessarily believe into it. But I read it to catch the facts. You know, what are the facts? Okay. What, what are the things that the mass media is missing that are very important and relevant? And you know, my uh, my filter is on for this is probably uh, a lot of uh, uh, woo woo, and there's probably a lot of falsehood mixed in with it. But there might not be. So it's something I want to be you know keen to, aware to, pick up on, and go from there and look into it a little bit more and, and stuff. So. So yeah, I spend a lot of time looking at those kinds of websites, and I'm very familiar with those conspiracies. Um, but uh, so there's there's one one way you're you're suggesting is that by using pain, by using even let us say injury, uh, this these powers that be could take your your life and twist it and make it and put in the direction that they want. There's another way that could go, 
And it's often in history, central planning fails, just fails. They try, they think they know what they do. They think they know everything they can do and they're, they're going to tell you what to do. And they try and it fails. So they could try to put on the squeeze you and put on the pressure with, with, uh, you know, for compliance and it could fail just miserably and it could backfire horribly, but they're so arrogant about it that they think that they're, that they've, you know, got it in their computer models and they, and they've got this all figured out you know, so that they can get their claws into you and they don't count on the, uh, the black swan and the guy who comes up along the side and the rogue actor and the guy who doesn't act. They just don't count on it. They think they've got it under control and they don't. So, you know, yes, it could go like you're thinking where it's all you're marching lockstep into a dystopian future, but it also could go into chaos because they're central planners. Right. Um, <laughs> central the, planners the, two, the two, like one, like my scenario leads into your scenario. So like people will only go along so far. Uh, the suffer like the suffering people, people will have to choose their own level of suffering. I mean, that's always been the case, right? I mean, so I think about, again, my world history is uh, absolute crap. So maybe someone can like chime in and uh, tell me what, what was going on at the time. And it'd probably be like a quick Google search to like actually find out. But like, so my wife and I both have German like ancestry and, uh, both of our, we traced it back. My family left Germany in the 1850s sometime, as well as her family left in the 1850s sometime. Now, I don't know what was going on in Germany, hmm. but can you imagine leaving Germany to go to the United States for a better life? Whatever yes. suffering you were doing in Germany, yeah. somehow it was so bad that you would get on a boat, yeah. hope you make it with your family to a completely foreign land. Yeah. Like for just the chance of it, like, of su like less suffering. Yeah. No, I don't have to imagine. Cause as I mentioned that, that was my family situation uh, with the Nazis that came to, uh, you know, Holland and, and, treated them terribly and you took over their shop and they said the heck with this we're going to america so, so sure. we're in america yeah 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 dude it's um i hope you don't have to get there and yeah something that um i've been i've been chatting with somebody um one of the one of my interviewers interviewees she's like we can't we honestly looked at moving to Russia. I'm like, what? Yeah. And she goes, no, like land's actually pretty dang cheap there. And it's like pretty gorgeous. And she sent <laughs> me a picture just like of, uh, you know, just like a piece of property that you could buy there or whatever. I'm like, you know what? That does look pretty dang cool. Uh, and, you know, it just, it sounds insane. But that's probably the propaganda that's <laughs> that's that's working against like the the gears are grinding yeah. like uh no this doesn't make yeah sense. yeah uh, be open because your ancestors were 
So you, you know, can too. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, man, that yeah. sounds crazy. And I, I pitched the idea to my wife and she's like, no, <laughs> we are not moving to, we are not moving to Russia if things get bad. And well, come at, come at her again if it gets really bad. Well, you remember like, we talked about Russia. <laughs> yeah. So I asked her, I'm like, okay, so where would we go? And yeah. she goes, we'd go to Europe. I'm like, they're worse than we are. Like, they're in a worse position than we are. Like, right. this is not, we're, we're not going there for like vacation. Yeah. Uh, yes, it would be cool. Like, um, to, you know, there's, there's obviously like Austria would be awesome. Switzerland would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that's just because like landscape, not necessarily political, whatever. Yeah. Cause I think right. Austria was pretty uh, crappy during the coup. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm like, South America. Yep. And she South goes, America. that would be, that would be something. And I kind of wish yep. long story farms is here. Cause he spent time in Chile and his wife's uh, Venezuelan and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm, It'd be an interesting, like, hey, is that a dumb idea or not such a dumb idea? Yeah, um, yeah. Uruguay is the top of my list if I had to eject. I had to interesting you say that. Yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, we we haven't set a date yet, but there's um, there's a mutual uh, of mine on Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's like Rizoma. Uh, field school crap right. what is it uh anyways her and her husband i'm assuming they're married um moved moved to uruguay like that's where that's where they're at they do like permaculture stuff uh nice. in yeah. uruguay and nice. I, when i get to like talking with her because it's gonna kind of be like a like a co like hosting like i'm gonna ask her questions she's gonna ask me questions kind of like and then we can both publish it to like our yeah. own podcasts okay um and so one of my questions is gonna be like why uruguay and right. it'd just be interesting to see like what her answer is gonna be like like again like was there some sort of suffering here that's less so there and i mean like uh you know there's another one that moved from Canada down to where is she now? Puerto Rico or something. I don't remember where she went, but um, I don't know. People are, it's, it's way more common for people to just like, I am leaving the mainland. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Now then you've got people like, uh, I told you about David, the good, he went yeah. to uh, Grenada, the Island of Grenada. And during the, and it was going great for him. He was loving it because he was trying to get out of the United States. He's seeing what's coming. He's like, I'm getting out of this mainland. Grenada's volcanic soil, beautiful. You can just like put a seed in the ground and it'll start start growing. Um, and uh, he he was loving it there. But 2020 came and the coup and uh, people that he formerly was getting along with extremely well um, suddenly acted strange toward this outsider. And hmm. uh, also on top of that, the government didn't renew his uh, passport and just a bunch of stuff conspired together. They said, well, I guess we're moving back to the States. That sucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's 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 a hard thing to do to leave and, and go where you're not where you're, you know, I don't care how much we try to get over uh, xenophobia and racism. It happens. You see somebody who's different from you, and you assume 
things about that person that you don't know to be true. It just happens. It's a universal thing everywhere you go. So I, I, I say I would go to Uruguay, but I wouldn't. It would be the land, like the last option. It wouldn't be the first. You know, I wouldn't hit that. I wouldn't pull that eject button quickly. So. Uh, we got a we got a comment here on Prep yeah. Two Adventure. On migration, it might not be a hundred percent how terrible a place is. It could also relate to the hopelessness of improving your situation. I.e., life's not terrible, but it feels like it's never gonna be better. That is very true. That is a yeah. very good point. Um, like you know, you're you're digging to get yourself out of a hole, but all you're really doing is either uh, making a you're not making any progress or you're just digging yourself down, 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 no matter how hard you try. You know, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a, that's a very, very good point. Um, kind of related. I can tie this together. Uh, I saw an article and I had to look it up to make sure it was true. Mo- uh, millennials are moving to Mexico city. They are, gentrifying mexico city i saw that i saw that same (laughs) dangerous place in mexico and they're just like yolo or whatever i don't know whatever Whatever millennials say now yeah uh yeet but like like you crazy but think about like okay so they're 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 probably bitter um I'm, i'm totally like just guessing here uh kind of probably a little bit of gaslighting and i'm not apologizing for that um they're probably they're probably bitter about the living situation in the united states can't buy a house here and so they take whatever little money they do have and go to mexico city to work remotely i guess or whatever it is they're doing because i'm only reading the headline i'm not reading this article yeah um not not interested. I always saw that. I'm like, you're either bold or you're stupid to be moving to Mexico City. Like, like the drug cartels run things down there. Yeah, you might like get sent home without a <laughs> without a head. Like, you understand this? They're probably accustomed to living in in high crime, like California or whatever. Like, you know. San Francisco and like what's the big Maybe. deal? It's, you know, and they're, so they're going. Well, Cal- Mexico's murder rate looks approximate. Maybe it's another ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> so they're. they're not but look so how much cheaper I can live. Yeah. I mean, my my yeah. my chance to be murdered is about the same. <laughs> if I, I'm I, gonna go, I'm gonna at least live like a king. I have some I have some coworkers that came out from Guadalajara and they, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad that for them. So. Maybe it's just you know news. Maybe maybe it's already maybe it's a decent place to be. Guadalajara, man. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yep. There's a um. My my dad's family is uh very very Catholic, and we have a priest that is a friend of the family. Like has been a friend of the family for 60, 70 years. I don't know. He uh is in his late 80s i think in doing mission work in venezuela and he has crazy stories about like people like broke into his house tied into a chair robbed him like sock in his mouth and like uh i think 
I can't remember if they killed his dog or like, uh, just like messed up stuff. And he just like keeps, he's like, it's Lord's work. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And I'm just like, you, you're like, you're bold. You're bold. I'll give you that. Uh, you know, you got the shield of God with you. But man, that's got like, that's just got to be terrifying. Like every day would be terrifying. I would yeah. think. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be nuts. Uh, but yeah, if you have a confidence and a trust, uh, then I suppose that you, that wouldn't be too bad. You know, you just say, well, they can't take my knowledge from me. So that's one thing a thief can't steal is your knowledge. So your experience. Sure. Um, so we got like 10 minutes left. Do you want to talk about solutions? Oh, man. I, w- I didn't write down any solutions uh, <laughs> other other than have, uh, I guess, a plan in place to yep. Yep. suffer less. Um, I mean, so we got we got prep to adventure. If he's still watching, I'm assuming he's a prepper. Um, buy food now while it's available and yep. not awfully expensive i mean obviously everyone knows prices have gone up and this and that whatnot uh stock up yeah stock up that's that's uh, one way to suffer less start to obtain knowledge because they cannot steal knowledge start to obtain knowledge and if if you if you can start to obtain experience but at least get the knowledge you know at least get the books and, and the youtube videos start to watch and uh, uh, you know uh, uh, gardening and bushcraft would be big ones trapping uh, would be the big ones if you can if you can learn to find you know trap animals and, and garden and, and manage you know animals and, and keep them safe and that goes so far to sustaining and pushing through uh, to suffering like we have never seen in our lives. So, yeah. I would say also community. Community would be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just get people that you can rely on. That stuff is um, pretty. I mean, that stuff's kind of easy to establish. I mean, it takes almost nothing to maintain it. Just a text. How's it going? Ask like if they garden. How's your garden doing? Yeah. Literally, yeah. it's so like it might take a little bit effort up front, but the maintenance is like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we got new neighbors that just came in, and I offered them seeds. So there we go. We got we can get them some seeds that are acclimated to our area that I know grow good, and they're not going to have trouble with, you know. And so there's another asset right there. Dude, if you give them seeds, like you're also like if something wipes out your seed stock, uh, you can be like, hey, uh, you know, all my stuff died or whatever. Yeah, let me get some seeds from you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I also can teach you like how to harvest seeds from the plants that I that I gave you, you know, Um, it's kind of like an insurance policy there. Right. Oh, man. Suffering. Um, uh, If you if you're suffering at your job every day 
should probably be working on something. Yeah. Side to not gig. be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Side gig. Uh or have those connections in place, like that community to where you can um, call call on a favor and be like, look, I'm, I gotta leave whatever I'm doing now and go somewhere else. Like, can you, like I did that just before we jumped on. Cause I'm like, I might be getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a fun text. Uh, Hey, are you hiring? Which obviously right now everyone's hiring. So it's kind of, kind of easy right now, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you better be damn sure that where you're going next is less suffering than what you're doing, doing now. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's, unless you have a very good reason, uh, why, uh, I, I, yeah, you, you better be sure what you're doing. Uh, Suffering in in a relationship, marriage, or whatever, uh, you know, that's where you reach out and you talk to somebody. Uh, you don't suffer alone with those kinds of things. You find somebody you can trust and uh, fix it. Up. Yeah, fix it now. Yeah, that that actually was one thing that uh, I had thought about in preparing for this. Like, it's weird that people will suffer with like get like the truth i guess like they're the less like like if they're hiding something from their spouse let's say the least and usually the least sufferable option is the is a lie that's messed up Hmm. you know what i mean yeah like instead of just getting the truth out there and maybe it's a little bit more suffering at first it's a lot less suffering later like (laughs) you you get what i'm saying yeah. So, uh, prep, prep to adventures got another comment here. Terrible growing season here, but I invested in some grow lights last year. Looking at quail for my next project. Nice, dude. Yeah, prep to adventure. If you could, if we could combine our powers, I've got a great growing season and terrible soil. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I'm wondering where this guy is at. Uh, he should reach out on social media and yeah, connect with yeah. us because uh, I, I pulled up his his YouTube. And uh, I don't think I can contact him through this, through YouTube. But um, yeah, anyways. Oh, man. Do you have any more solutions? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit briefly about um, the suffering in my life and how I've worked yeah. around it and how I resolved it. There's the, the, the biggest uh, burden of my life, as I mentioned in my interview, has just been the fatigue. And uh, just before this uh, fatigue came on, um, an atheist chart charged me and said, you know, if God is good, how could there be evil? How could evil exist? And I didn't, I walked away from that discussion and I didn't want to be satisfied with cheap answers. I wanted to really get into it and understand. So I spent like a year, year and a half just digging into that question. Um, and one of the most profound things that came out of it well there's several profound things but like like i mentioned that romans 5 verse uh, we rejoice in our sufferings knowing the suffering produces endurance endurance produces character character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame so there's a there's a there's a place where evil and suffering builds your character uh, but that's not enough it's, that's a good answer that's just a start that's not enough um 
one of the biggest things that that, that I learned in that it just just blew me away that I, 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 I almost never hear anybody talk about is that uh, is that in the Bible God himself suffered God himself took on flesh went to the cross lived that life went to the cross for the sins that he took the wrath that we deserve and he suffered you know if anybody could ask if god is good why is there evil it's god himself he could ask that question and that just that just blew me away i said oh you know that that puts instead of it instead of a god that's way up high it's he's relatable he's down in our situation hebrews says he understands our, our weaknesses and and uh, our infirmities and he walks with us and those trials and those pain and he's going to redeem it all romans 8 28 says uh he causes all things to work the good for those who love him and who are called so in, in my just after studying this i was so just thoroughly incredibly impressed by what i read in the bible this is a great book this really has solid answers that people not a lot of people are talking about and i said I, I prayed a very dangerous prayer. I said, God, would you, if, if evil allowed, if, 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 if evil will glorify you, I would allow you to experience evil in my life, something to that effect. And, um, and it was not long after that that the fatigue came on. And now fatigue, when you're a prepper-minded individual, is extremely anxiety-producing because you're thinking, you know, I didn't know when the the economy is going to turn upside down. I said, you know, it's going to be tomorrow and, and here I'm exhausted and how are we going to provide for this family, you know, and, and, and just, just filled with fear the whole time. But in that same time, I could see uh, the kindness of God and the provision of God. And it led me to walk in, in trust and confidence and faith. Um, so, you know, I, I like to like, I like to laugh about like missionaries will say, well, you shouldn't ever tell God, don't send me to Africa because then God's going to send you to Africa. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. It's funny. Uh, but it treats God like an ogre. You know, like, oh, he said, don't go to Africa. I can't wait now. I'm going to sit in Africa. But God is a good father. He's a good father, and he understands our situation. He knows just how to answer a prayer like that. You know, so he, he works in our situation. So I'm just so, so pleased with the way the things I read about in the Bible, so satisfying the answers that, just so profound so deep and so present and so tactical and so tangible and so there in my life and that's just that's been the lesson for me for the last 10 15 years just really getting that really getting that so that when we do finally see suffering i think i'm going to be a little more prepared so that sounds crazy yeah <laughs> that sounds uh i can understand why you did it yeah it still sounds crazy <laughs> that you did that yeah um it's a perfect it was i was impressed uh, i i was very impressed with with, with the bible and i said whoa this, there is immense purpose in evil and and god himself suffered and so he's not going to you know it's, it'll hurt but it's the difference between pain and injury so yeah would I do it again? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I would. I'd, I probably would still, if I had to go back and do it again, I probably would still do the same thing. So. 
that's that's a uh, a total test of faith and <laughs> i don't yeah. know if i'm there if i'm going to be completely honest uh we're all at different levels i'd like to talk to you about it some more if you're ready want to go want to dig some more <laughs> I, man there's like a there's like a bunch of different ways i could go with that yeah okay i uh, like like I know it's uh, we should we should wrap up, it's, but yeah. like, and it's so I know it's like you know, you know, quit quit trying to follow your own path and like you know, go with you know God's will type of thing. Yeah, and I'm like I can't help but think that he knows I'm stubborn enough that <laughs> he's like he's like pushing me one way and then another like forcing me onto the path whether i like it or not like going through my own trials and like yeah he made that happen anyways and i don't know if that's just me talking myself into like yep i'm doing it <laughs> well i wasn't satisfied with a cheap answer and you shouldn't be either so yeah search for the hard stuff Yep. We should, we should wrap on that. Um, so, Hey, tell people where they can find you and, and all all your, all your plugs, your plugs. Right. I I forgot to mention, I've been, been forgetting, get to securecoop.com. Uh, there is an ebook that you can get a free ebook and you can use the coupon right there. Uh, farm hop, our farm hop life rocks. And uh, you can get for Secure Coop, which is a uh, upcoming product. It's a chicken coop door opener with phone notifications. And we're going to be expanding from Secure Coop to Secure Farm. So covering a lot of the, the backyard security and, uh, and uh, monitoring situation. So it's coming up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Awesome. I appreciate you giving the uh, giving a discount code to to people. Of course. And I am Matt Rozier of a Farm Hop Life. You can go to farmhoplife.com, learn all about us. We are a traveling homestead family. Next year we are launching our twenty by twenty-three project. Even if I do get fired, it's still gonna be next year. We are not ready. Um, and you can learn more about that, farmhoplife.com slash twenty X twenty-three. And as an informal announcement, I am working with five different people I've interviewed. And we're going to be selling some merch together. Yay. I will be making the formal announcement on Sunday. So right. look forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. I need to I need to fund this this operation uh, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So cool. Thanks. Uh, I have no idea what we're talking about next week, so everyone can be surprised like me, and we'll figure it out. I'll guess what? I'll, I'll make a prediction right now. I will still be flustered next week. <laughs> Calling it right now. All right. Maybe as flustered. Not sure. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. And uh, Chris, Christopher, thank you for being here. Yeah. Always enjoy. All right. Take care.